Welcome to the News Grubs podcast, a new and refreshing news format presented by the one and only Scotto, AP and The Fish. Hi everyone and welcome to News Grubs, the podcast where, if your brain is hurting, is doing its job. I'm Scotto and joining me as usual, AP and Fishy. Hello gentlemen. Hey Scotto. Oh, g'day fellas. Life is grand. Now, this week we're going to be looking at lab-grown lion meat. I don't even know where to go with that. Another crazy council decision. I mean, this is just a daily event, isn't it? Where's the best place to go if you want to escape your family? And I've got a couple of thoughts on this. But first, Fishy, what has got Kanye West's undies in a twist this week? Well, because he believes that Forbes, you know, the Forbes rich list people? Yes. They've got a magazine website, all that type of thing, right? Mm -hmm. He reckons they're undervaluing his seven billion dollars net worth uh-huh. after making the magazine's billionaire list again right uh, for 2022 now you might remember and I'll come back to it shortly he was uh, also included in the 2020 rich list of Forbes but he's really upset this time because he reckons that his real net worth is seven billion right and they and they reckon it's two billion. So you know he's he's putting pressure on them to correct it, just like he did on the last occasion back in twenty twenty. Now it raises interesting questions. Mm-hmm. Normally people are, are a bit shy about their wealth. Oh, not I've, sort of I've, clowns. I've, but I've noticed normally. I said I said normally. Oh right, sorry. Because they don't want to attract unnecessary attention. They don't want to get people sort of hitting them up for loans and things like that. So they just try and keep a try and keep a low profile. But he's the only so-called celebrity that I've noticed mm-hmm. that is proactive in wanting to show off how much money he's got. Isn't that weird? It is, and it's a bit. It's a bit like this whole Oscars thing to me, to be honest. In so far as. You know, you've got the comedian bloke telling the joke and then you've got this other bloke coming up and giving a smacking. Uh, Clearly, in the hope and desperate, desperate hope of trying to attract more attention uh, to the vote um, for his Oscar. And lo and behold, didn't it work well? He ended up getting the Best Actor winner. Um, So Yes, but wouldn't that have been decided days or maybe even weeks earlier? I would suspect not, because otherwise it would be um, uh, engraved on the statue when you receive it. So I'm going to say probably not. How does this remind you of the Kanye West thing? Absolutely no idea. Okay. (laughs) Who cares? I'm trying to put it together. Well, no, I just, it's a a, a, a couple of black guys at the the Oscars uh, trying to draw attention to themselves in the hope of doing something. And Kanye West, who just cannot help draw attention to himself, Mm. um, he's he's the opposite of any Russian oligarch. I see your point. He's the type of guy that'll show up to a nightclub with, you know, $100 bills just falling out of his pocket as he walked along. Yeah. Don't forget that. It's American, right? So they've got bigger numbers than $100 on their nose. They've got $500 bills. They've got uh, $10,000 bills. There's not many of them, admittedly. And in fairness, you don't really want to carry a $100 note in America because every time you do and you go to hand it over the the counter to somebody, uh, they go off, they check it, they put it under the light, the bloody polygraph, the 
bloody uh, Secret yeah. Service uh, comes by, checks to make sure that the note's genuine. It's yeah. literally that bad if you've got a $100 note. Anyway, we digress, sorry. Not to mention all the people that are trying to scrape off the resi- residual cocaine off it. Well, that's Just true. in case they can get high on it. Did you, remember, did you know that at one stage in the uh, mid, mid to late 80s, that 98% of uh, currency bills in circulation uh, in Miami and Florida uh, contain traces of cocaine. Really? 98%, yes. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? I wouldn't be that hard because if someone put their bullet bill in a wallet beside one, it'd just rub off and then it'd just go into circulation, the coke. Oh, I think it was also a case of um, there was that much money coming in and being funneled through um, cocaine money, funneled through banks and uh, cocaine houses and everything, and people snorting cocaine. There was so much cocaine on those notes, you just had to shake the note and about a kilo would fall out of it. That's right, yeah, you didn't even need to um, line up, your, do your line on your mirror or with your uh, razor blade and everything, you just uh, rolled up the note and snorted straight out of the note so itself. people didn't have to buy it anymore, how efficient. Yeah, well, you know, it's, a, it's, it's on the note already. It's a, it's, it's a home of capitalist America. Um, so, why? What? What? And you said, uh, Fishy, he's done this before. Yes, he did. Has. He did. He offer some kind of evidence? Did he offer tax returns, bank account details? Well, he was asked to. He was asked to prove on the last occasion in twenty twenty. And did he? He was asked to provide documents. Um, that yeah, and he did so. Well, he he said he did so. Right. Uh, firstly, he criticised them uh, about the evaluation. Uh, that they made of his about his net worth. Yes. Uh, and then he argued that um, uh, he uh, was invited by Forbes magazine or Forbes to provide documentary evidence to prove uh, the allegations that he's making about how wealthy he was, and he did so. Allegedly. Um, well, he did, he, no, he provided the, uh, the information, but he was unhappy with their final findings. Oh, they still uh, stating stating that he that uh, he believes his net worth was uh, at the time 3.3 billion rather than the 1.26 billion that they uh, estimated now you just to sort of clear things up a little bit uh-huh. this was when he was still getting on with his wife Kim Kardashian oh, yeah. now Kim. now she's worth a couple of bills from memory I forget uh, it's 3.3 billion is it for, oh, for her I'll, or 1.2 something or other I'll as well whatever you say whatever it is it's, it's over a billion dollars that she's worth mm-hmm. I think there's a bit of jealousy now involved and he wants to set the score a little bit right but it's a bit silly when the uh, financial affairs of the marriage I was going to say ha- haven't yet been finalised I wouldn't be blabbing my mouth off where were they married saying, were, were they married in California I think I they were know. weren't they I'd have to assume so I oh, think so straight up 50-50 I mean if I was him I'd be going oh, I shouldn't even be on the list uh, in fact you know she's obviously doing much better than me she's got her own uh, airline so he could go after Kim Air exactly that's what I'd be doing if I was him what a deal and you'd be, she, he, he should be crying poor man absolutely <laughs> I've got yeah. nothing I've got nothing He's bagging the uh, Forbes magazine, uh, saying they can't count. Mm-hmm. So he's not creating any friends in there. <laughs> no. If he wants to hear it accounting next year, he's not doing himself any favours, the big fella. I wonder why he just doesn't get onto, I don't know, Ernest & Young or uh, PricewaterhouseCoopers or one of the major um, accounting H&R. firms. H&R Block, yes. That'll be an option. And, um, uh, and sort of getting them to release a few documents uh, saying... Um, <laughs> Look, he's actually. Um, we've uh, we've investigated Mr. Uh, Mr. West here at H and R Block, and um, we've got a couple of couple of backs of envelopes, and um, yeah, no, no problems here. He's worth uh, yeah eighty two billion dollars. 
There you go. Oh, sorry. Put the comma in the wrong spot. Didn't um, Donald Trump uh, also have a go at Forbes for... Um, sorry, former President Donald Trump also have a go at Forbes for um, devaluing his... Um, yeah, that sounds familiar. Valuation? Yeah, there was... He, he, he did butt heads with someone like Forbes, yes. Well, you want to be careful doing that with the President. I mean, he's, he's got the whole CIA behind him. <laughs> Dangerous. Eating zoo animals, fellows. What? Yes, I'm in. Saves on land, water, and greenhouse emissions. Yeah, but the the hunting lo- anti hunting lobby goes ape. God. While protecting habitats that could be otherwise destroyed for farming and grazing animals. So, so uh, grazing cattle for meat's old hat uh, hat boys. I just uh, I've just been reading this article. Mm-hmm. Uh, now uh, it's probably a good time to apologise for being late tonight because I, <clears throat> Mrs. AP made a giraffe burger. Uh, it's another oh. bit longer than I thought to eat it. Well, well that was a, a tall order. Exactly. Like what I did with that? Yes, yes. Very funny. <laughs> now, there's this move to cultivate artificially in a laboratory lion meat for human consumption. So I, mean, I, get, I don't get that. All these crazy names that Hungry Jack came up with for their burgers against McDonald's and so forth. You're about to have, uh, what was the uh, name of the... Um, Cross-eyed lion in that uh, western um, that says. Oh yes, on that TV on that TV show. Um, uh, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll I can it. see we'll it right in front of me, but I can't. But, 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 in. but if 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 burger stores introduced um, lion meat, you'd have something like growler burgers. Oh, that's that's it. Marketing, <laughs> marketing just, for Big Burger have, King and Hungry Jack. They just used the start of one of those old movies from the MG, MGM. Is it that had the lion roaring? Yes. yes. And then, and then uh, they'd cross to a bloke going, mmm, smell that lion burger. Now, AP, uh, uh, yeah. I understand it was Clarence, yes, the cross that, lion. That's Clarence, that's yep, the one. That's Save the one. me looking it up, Fishy, well done. Um, so there you go. We've got, the, uh, we've got the possibility that we're going to be eating uh, not just lion burgers, Ooh. but uh, tiger rissoles, perhaps. Oh, yeah. Uh, elephant. Uh, I sorry, tiger. What? What did you say? Rissoles. Oh, sorry, I misunderstood. Oh, right. No, Settle I down. Well, I don't know. It could be a delicacy, the uh, tiger asshole. I, I suppose. Well, yeah. it is in um, some African countries now. Let's face it. Well, it'd be a hollow muscle, wouldn't it? Uh, from my rough uh, knowledge of anatomy, well, it's like a di- it's like a donut. Yeah, they could stuff it with something and exactly you know, stuff it with surf, a bit of um surf surf and zoo yeah a bit um, of giraffe um scrotum elephant or something. elephant I imagine would be an elephant roast because shit they're big it's and uh, an elephant oven that's it <laughs> wow uh, giraffe which I've you know, sampled just a bit earlier and even sushi made from zebras which I believe is Scotto's favourite oh I love a bit of uh, sushi zebras the only sushi I'll actually eat. All these things could end up in restaurants if the products managed to pass food regulatory checks. Oh, is that all? If is that they the stumbling block? That's, now, that's not positive journalism from where I'm reading. No, no, I'm going to agree with you there. But interestingly enough, if I may just interject here, April, mm-hmm. all of these items are in fact on the menu in practically any restaurant in one of a dozen countries in the African continent. You can get elephant burgers, you can get um, tiger burger. Uh, rhino? You get rhino? Rhino? Oh, yeah. Well, Rhino you have to go to China for, frankly. Um, uh, and that reminds me, uh, listeners, um, stop um, uh, making and chewing up and eating uh, rhino horn 
uh, Chinese people, just chew your own fingernails uh, and eat your own hair because it's the same stuff. And so stop killing rhinos. Scotto says stop killing rhinos. Now, this uh, this, um, article uh, has actually got a, uh, I would imagine it's a mocked up uh, picture of a supermarket fresh in the foam uh, receptacle with the uh, plastic stretched over it. A uh, picture of a, well, fairly solemn-looking lion, given that it's um, he's part of his rump that's underneath the label that he's pictured on. Yes. Uh, lion burger, it says. Uh, the argument is that lab-grown meat is more climate-friendly than plant-based meat alternatives. However, killing, uh, uh, telling a uh, vegan that no animal was technically killed to make their tea might be a hard sell when you're trying to get them into a dripping safari burger. Oh, they just wouldn't cope at all, would they? Oh, the wit of these journalists, uh, fellas. Um, so uh, it's being touted as a method of producing meat that allows companies to make the food without slaughtering animals. That's got to appeal to somebody. I mean, it doesn't it all come down to how it tastes, though? Oh, I, I mean, absolutely. Where it came from. I mean, if it was, it could be made from recycled gumboots, right? If it tasted like a Hungry Jack's, Jack's Whopper with cheese... I'm all over it. Well, I would have gone for either a leg of lamb or a um, you know New York cut steak personally, rather than just the whopper. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, in years to come, Scotto, you might order that New York steak and find that it would come out of an animal from the New York Zoo. I've got no problem with that, none whatsoever. Um, and I think the whole concept of it, um, I mean, it does take a lot of land and so on to, uh, to to grow meat. Heaps of heaps of land. But in fairness, what are you going to do with that land if they're because um, most of it's not really cultivatable. To be able to have um, well cultivation, frankly, on you build apartments. Oh, that's it. Of course, what was I thinking? Yeah, to get it to the developers, quick, smart. Ah, hang on a minute. Let me just give myself an uppercut. Oh, that's better because I just never even thought of that. That, You're right. Oh, in that case, they grow this stuff from the cells directly, allowing them the chance to replicate all the nutritional profiles and sensory experiences of eating meat. See, I'd I'd want to try a genuine lion burger before I get the synthetic one just to know just to make sure that I actually like it well I hear you. And, I, and, 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 and the other things I'm thinking of is why aren't they replicating cows and chickens ah oh, too common but that, that's the whole point if it's too common I mean, I mean it, it's being used in abundance right yeah, yeah but the, the point is though that uh, like a, a chicken you can get an entire roast chicken dinner at, at the supermarket for like six bucks yeah um so chicken is that cheap you wouldn't even bother to try and do that yeah, but what about the life of the chicken every, every standard burger that you guys eat yes uh, creates pollution from fertilizer uh, uh it's overused uh it's over overfilled with antibiotics uh, and it's torturing farm animals. That's the argument. Okay, just... When they say torturing farm animals, has your vegan ever considered, not necessarily the whole argument about whether plants have feelings or not? I'm not that worried about that one. Vegans still think of battery hens one with a double-A battery. Well, that's true. I understand that. But do the vegans and your vegetarian types actually consider... All the animal life that is destroyed, killed, wiped out by uh, growing their almond trees and their bloody soy cafe latte milky stuffy thingy, all that sort of stuff, all their vegan food, yes. so that no animals, you know, because they're not harming the plant, they you know, don't want to harm the plant and all that. But all the little field mice, the little insects, the little bugs, all the little other bits and pieces that are in a paddock that's minding its own business when all of a sudden some bastard comes along, plants a whole multitude of um, almond trees or soy 
bloody trees or whatever the case may be. Yes. Destroying all the original inhabitant inhabitants of that area uh, and then having to recultivate it, recultivate it, recultivate it um, and uh, destroying all those things. Do they care about all, all those or is it just because they're not cool animals, you know, like dolphins and porpoises and whales? Like, you know, all these clowns, they get a bit carried away with, oh, I don't want to hurt bloody animals like that, but they're more than happy to swat a fly and kill a cockroach and so on. Maybe the new scrubs ought to come up with dolphin burgers. I'm yeah, happy with that. Maybe, you're right, AP. Yeah. Maybe we should investigate whether marine life can be replicated in the laboratory. Now, this outfit's called Primeval Foods, boys, and uh, I reckon that uh, the new scrubs should come up with uh, medieval foods because I've just got this idea. Right, this will be uh, good. We find the DNA from King Henry VIII. Right. Yes. We try and uh, get some, uh, you know, fillet steaks going uh, of uh, Henry VIII, and uh, I, I just feel there might be some trouble synthesising the syphilis out of his system, but we can just give it a go. Right. Charming. Yeah. And then we can serve that up, Fishy. What do you think? That sounds fantastic. In fact, we could create a restaurant chain called Henry We Ate. Oh, God. <laughs> would you, would you really? have to have um, little Amboy Lynn um, girls as your waitresses running around oh, slicing off bits yes. of Henry VIII? Yes. <laughs> and, what a great... <laughs> as, as punishment for um, having a beheaded. And I know it's the wrong king and queen, but if... Every day, and then someone had walked through the restaurant going, off with his head. <laughs> well, I think he kind of did that. You're hired. <laughs> You're in. I'll do it. No worries. <laughs> oh, so it's... Well, I think it's a great idea, and I'm, I'm all for it. I, uh, I love the whole concept, um, and I'm ready to... Uh, Are you talking about the Henry VIII concept or the, the lion one? That bugger the lion, Henry the Eighth. Oh, Henry the Eighth. <laughs> because food. Henry, oh, Henry the Eighth. Name now. I've, I've got dibs play. on the. I've got dibs on the first franchise. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we're just we're just typing up the franchise agreement as we speak. Henry the Eighth. We'll have the, we'll have the name registered in a couple of seconds. <laughs> Gentlemen, I have an affinity with uh, Wei Zheng Zhao, a Chinese man in his sixties. Really? Uh, now, the reason I have a bit of an affinity with him is because I smoke, I drink. Uh, and uh, in my humble abode, in the bungalow, uh, I'm not always that popular because I drink and smoke. Yes. What, it, what hasn't occurred to me, though, is how to avoid the controversy of that. Uh, I could go and live in an airport. Nah, lock yourself in your room. Oh, I was just actually going to boot everyone else out of my house, frankly, but uh, that was an option. But um, no, I like this concept of uh, of living in an airport. This man, really, Mister Wee Jiang Zhou, has uh, been living in the Beijing Capital International Airport for fourteen years. It's like that Tom Hanks movie where he's in the terminal. What's yeah, that's, it called that, again? that's the one. The terminal, strangely terminal. enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right up there, Whew. God. Um, I, I don't. Uh, well, firstly, firstly, I think the uh, the tense is wrong uh, in your example because didn't you used to smoke officially as of about a week ago? Oh, that's actually true. Yeah, no, you're. Right. I, I was. I wasn't going to bring that up yet. It's a good effort, though. Well, yeah. he's he's factoring in the the, fa- the, the failures in failing. I mean, it's an inevitable failure. You'll be chaining it again in fortnight and a fortnight's time. Yeah, oh, highly but, um, I I don't know about about hiding out of an airport, uh, boys. I mean, yeah. I I fly a bit. 
And uh, I'm, I'm on a plane to Canberra tomorrow, then to Sydney that same day. Wow. Uh, it's all, uh, the airports are all tutti-fruited. There's not enough security staff. That's oh, true. I don't know why. Um, I think they went and got other jobs during COVID. Well, they did. Uh, but um, so now it's uh, school holidays um, and Easter coming up. Yeah. yeah. Just, just as a matter of interest, are you leaving for the airport um, straight after we finish recording? Because uh, I would if I was you. Yeah, well, I, I need to get there. I'm, I'm going to get there two and a half hours before my oh, flight. Not enough. Not enough. And, uh, well, Melbourne's not so bad. It's Sydney Airport that's screwed. Sydney's a disaster. So uh, when I uh, get into Sydney, obviously arriving's not a big deal. But uh, Wednesday night when I fly home, uh, I'm going to I'm going to get there about between two and a half three hours before the flight. So with a- the overcrowding and the delays that we are experiencing in Sydney at yes. the present time, how would you could you possibly live in an airport? With all these people oh, well, everywhere uh, making no. Uh, firstly, where would you sleep? It wouldn't worry you, fishy, because you're not going anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So you're not late in your flight. <laughs> you're not going through security. But let's say you're um, tired and you want to get to sleep. Where would you sleep? Well, you you, you, you can sleep you know anywhere where there's a quiet little um, uh, lounge that's not being used in those uncomfortable lounges that the they've got plastic chairs that are all really weird shaped. Yeah, those you, ones. You see them there all the time. You just assume it's three or four hours till their flight. Not not that they've been there for three or four years. That's exactly right. And they look terribly comfortable when they're doing that. They've got their massive, great, big gulp, bloody uh, soft drink and the 14 Big Macs and some Burger King and God only knows what. I mean, you've got a full selection of food during the day. And, good, um, point. and Mr. good point. Um, uh, Mr. Wee. 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 Um, uh, he he's got a government allowance of uh, one thousand yuan, one thousand RMB, which is about two hundred dollars. Really, two hundred Australian dollars, two hundred Australian bucks. That seems a bit extra. And he to uses me. it, doesn't he, to buy all these cigarettes? Buy, buy booze and alcohol. I'm not sure what he yeah. eats. Um, you mean buy booze and cigarettes? Yeah, just well, that's what he spends it yeah, on. My, yeah. my family told me if I wanted to stay, I had to quit smoking and drinking, and if I couldn't do that, I had to give them all my monthly government allowance. But then, how would I buy my cigarettes and alcohol? I mean, what so sort of family's he got? He's traded the family in for a, a slightly better life at an airport. I'd yeah, take two, it, frankly. Yeah, the family you, in for 200 bucks a month. That's yeah, come on. I mean, what yeah, sort of a family that. is it that want him to I mean, give up all the only joys that he's got in life? I mean, you think think about it. Airports have got showers for exactly. travellers. I rest my case. Right, so they're always clean. Yep. Free soap, so he doesn't have to spend money on soap or possibly even shampoo. Free condiments. Yes. Because you go to um, uh, Burger King or Hungry Jack's or, or any of those sort of um, places, they've all got, you know, little tomato sauce packages and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. think about the bin diving you could do because uh, all those people that have just started to eat their Big Mac or their Double Whopper and cheese and then suddenly, oh, shit, I've got to go and get on the plane. So they'll yes. just chuck it in the bin, whoosh, go straight over there. You've got a feast. Oh, and if they're, uh, if they're, if they're a, uh, one of those um, our food outlets that's reheating yesterday's food and they wonder whether it's going to be any good, they'd call him over and give him a sausage roll. Hey, we yeah, check this fine. out and see if he dies. Yeah. And if he doesn't, that's then um, happy now, days. Now, we're not thinking like we should be thinking. Speak for yourself. What, I'm what about good this at is the be. end of the day? Yes. Take a walk over to the baggage carousels and have a look at which ones haven't been claimed. Oh, yes, good thinking. Hold it could be all there. sorts of stuff in there. You know, there might be laptop computers, cameras. I don't know what he'd use them for, like a photo of himself in the airport, but anyway. I oh, know. I suspect um, the baggage uh, handlers have probably already nicked all of that. Oh. I would, and the I just, I would think. would be uh, on, focused on those who hadn't been nicked. Yeah. 
Apparently, he um, suffered from health problems and uh, was uh, forced to quit a job at the airport. So yeah. he actually used to work at the airport. I just, I'd only just looked at this. Uh, uh, so uh, before deciding to make the terminal his home. But oh, I just like the fact. I mean, there's a nice picture of him there uh, eating his noodles with. Um, Isn't that airport going to shut down or has shut down? In uh, Beijing International. Beijing no, that was International the other bloke. That was another, oh, that was another, another guy. Another guy off the record for, uh, for living at an airport for 27 years before his airport closed. The so Turkish man, Bayram Tepeli. He had to move house. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he had done. Yeah, he did. But he's got a nice new shiny house now. Yes, <laughs> another airport. Yeah, at the uh, Sabiha Golkan Airport. I wonder if the former airport forwarded his mail. Oh, you'd have to assume so, surely. I mean, if you've been there that long, I mean, you'd be part of the furniture. You would be probably take your own furniture, frankly. Well, they they ship them out. They do. The police do a clear every few weeks, and they take uh, Mister Way uh, home. And uh, but he said he always finds his way back to the airport. Well, he knew where it where it is because he used to work there. Probably I can't believe they door. take him. I can't believe that. Well, it probably does actually. I can't believe they um they take him back every week. That's just he skives, he skives around outside his house with his family inside. Doesn't bother saying anything to them. Waits for the cops to go and pisses off back to the airport. <laughs> You got to think he doesn't like his family much. I'm getting that feeling. <laughs> do you? Do you I, I don't know. It doesn't say whether it's mum, dad, and the kids, or you know who's in the family. But uh, you got to say that he um, he doesn't sound like a, a, a happy, a happily married chap. He needs a holiday. Yeah, he does need a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's got a passport. Might make it easier for him, perhaps. I wonder if um, how many other people are living in Beijing uh, International Airport because it'd be hard to tell in this day and age. Because there's like about 40 million people in the bloody place. Yeah, That's a good well, point, actually. It could be a cast of thousands. Oh, I'd reckon it's probably, probably an entire really subcommunity. Sort of, it's a flash airport, isn't it? Well, I, I'm um, just trying to think. 14, Beijing. Oh, no, sorry. I was thinking of Shanghai. Yeah, it's, uh, Beijing's not a bad airport. It's, I mean, it's no Shanghai Pudong. Okay. Um, terminal A, B, and C, but it's, yeah, well, it's not bad. You, you, you wouldn't want to be sleeping with this Pudong on you. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Council in Cornwall, that's in England, uh, has been that. branded bonkers after they refused to plant more daffodils. Why not? Because oh, okay. they are poisonous right. and can give people diarrhoea if they eat them, of course. Uh, locals accused the St Blaise Council of cutting down flowers in the Roslyn Play Park uh, because of health and safety uh, concerns. Right. And the council denies this, of course. A council uh, spokesman uh, said, Oh, daffodils are all bought in play. You're still there. All good. No problem. Nothing to see here. Move on. Now, why is this suddenly a problem? I mean, daffodils, not, um, okay, they're not everywhere, but I've walked past places that have got daffodils and I'm not tempted to eat them. Well, I didn't know they were actually bad for you, to be honest. I've eaten shitloads Daff- of them in my well, life. Well, I didn't. Daffodil, uh, daffodil is a plant. The bulb, leaf, and flower are used to make medicine. There so it's you the go. pharmaceutical company's putting pressure on the council. That's what it oh, is. Oh, right. Despite serious safety concerns, yeah. people take daffodil for whooping cough, colds, and asthma. They also take it to cause vomiting. Oh, that's it. The kids will go grab a handful of it and swallow it so they don't have to go to school the next day. Oh, that's probably what's happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, some people apply a piece of cloth spread with a daffodil bulb to, on the, to the skin to treat wounds, burns, strains, and joint pain. 
Daffodils contain chemicals that help reduce pain. And daffodils are also being put forward uh, for Scott O and I for possible use in the treatment of Alzheimer's disease. Oh, better suck the hell out of that stuff then. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm in deep trouble at the moment. <laughs> it's going downhill fast. You know, this really got me when I read this. A list of poisonous flowers, okay? And you'd be I think you're going to be surprised with what's in it. Right. Olander, oh. foxglove, I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Daffodils there. Rhododendrons. Oh, I know. I was always a bit suspicious of them. Uh, castor oil plant. Lily of the valley. Oh, I mean, oh. everyone knows that. Hydrangea. Yep, yeah, I've always knew that one. Wolf's bane. Didn't know that. Uh, I can't pronounce this one. Sounds dangerous. <laughs> Diefbachia. Oh. Oh, yeah. I mean, that doesn't sound good to me. That sounds like Here, a terrorist Here's a attack. surprise. You yes. would have never have picked this one. Poison hemlock. Oh, well, poison <laughs> ivy, poison hemlock. Who, Who would have thought? And a heap more. Another maybe 15, well, probably 20 more. I have read down on my article now, and I, I do have some bad news. Oh. oh, what's that? Chewing on a daffodil stem may be enough to cause a chill, shivering, and fainting. Oh. Daffodils can cause irritation and swelling of the mouth, tongue, and throat. Oh. Uh, vomiting, salivation. So, and hang on, just, just... Make you draw like an idiot. Can I, just, can I just, sorry, stop and pause you there for just a second ago? Because mm. didn't you just seconds ago tell me that if we were to eat daffodils, our Alzheimer's thingy could something or other about that that I can't yeah, remember what it was now. While you're throwing up uh, and your mouth is uh, swelling, uh, diarrhoea, so, you know, shitting through the eye of a needle, uh, nerve disorders, lung collapse and death, <laughs> and our Alzheimer's will be fucking great. <laughs> So, so it's a bit like one of those American um, ads for uh, some kind of pharmaceutical medicine sort of thing. Take take daffodil now. Daffodil will set you straight on the path. Certain side effects of daffodil can include, as you quite yes. rightly pointed out, on a list about fifty things. Fifty things, including death. And then we go to the nice happy shot again. Uh, take the daffodil; it'll make you smile and clear your nasal passages. Up to seventy percent of the ad is about the side effects. Yes, I and, love and, those and, ads. and the box that the the, the medicines in is the size of a carton that they box up a lawnmower in. Yes, yeah, yes. and it's got one tiny just to get the writing on the outside. So I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a little bit confused here. Are we then concerned that the kiddies in uh, St Blaise um, at the uh, Rosalind Play Park are um, eating these daffodils in the first place? even though they're not there anymore, but there used to be uh, up to about a 1,000 of them, apparently. Uh, are they, in fact, eating them, or is it some clown worried that they're going to eat them and until this became a story, the kiddies and anyone else had never even thought of it. It was only a few old people with Alzheimer's uh, and a few people that wanted to commit suicide uh, had uh, been eating daffodils. Where, where, uh, where are we at? I don't know. Look... Look, um, let, let's t- let's look at one side of the argument, which is the side that the, they're the worried death. about the kitty, the kiddies the uh, getting a hold of it and eating it. Right. So death. I mean, let's just think this through. Okay. How many flowers did you grab from someone's garden or from a park when you were a, a young child mm-hmm. on the way home from school or to school uh, that were poisonous or that um, uh, that that had a side effect? Did I did eat you? them or did I just grab did them you, and rip them yeah. out of the garden Sorry, as I was I'm walking sure, should have said that you actually walked past, picked up an eight. Clearly not a one. I Me don't too. recall uh, grasping massive handfuls of anything from people's gardens on the way home. 
Oh, I did that. It, but did you eat it? No, no, I didn't eat it. But I grabbed handfuls of stuff. I, there was, I, remember, I remember one particular incident with a friend of mine. We were walking home from school. Right. And it was this, uh, uh, like like a, a size of a golf ball. And if you broke it open, and it was a very soft sort of a shell on the outside. It was a plant. Oh, right. Okay. And it had these little spikes. And you know what the little bastard did? He knew what it was. Mm-hmm. He opened it up and then he rubbed it on my face. So, so the little spikes speared into my face. Nice and then guy. when he and when he took the, uh, the the shell thing away, the spikes remained in my face. I forget what it was called. It Did you something. smash him? No, I was crying. Oh, you wuss! Should have smashed him and then cried. Toughen up, you little. And then my face How old were you? Went red and How old I were you? Been about oh, thirty-five. No, <laughs> so you should have known I better. I would have been about twelve, thirteen. Oh, geez, what a wuss! A council Ooh. spokesman said, uh, although very unpleasant, most people will recover fully without treatment. So I think the bottom line here, guys, is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right, how, about they, how about they just put a sign, do not eat the daffodils? Oh, no, 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 no. First, the, the second you put a sign up, every bastard's going to start eating the stuff because the second you tell people not to do something, what's the first thing they do? I wonder eat. what that says like. Ah, oh, look, daffodils, love. Let's go and have some daffodils. Lovely. I'm sorry I'm confused again, though, AP. Am I going to die if I eat this shit or not? You get, your Alzheimer's is going to be good, but you may die. Okay. Only, it's only a may die. Yeah, you may. This is uh, some, this oh, I'm, from, I'm happy uh, with that. Southwest, a spokesman for the Southwest Health Protection Unit says daffodils are toxic, severe vomiting and diarrhea can occur if eaten by mistake. Although very unpleasant, most people will recover fully without treatment. All right. So, so you'll get. That's you'll all get like COVID, shites. really, isn't it? Yeah, you'll get the shites. You won't feel too well, but you'll remember everything. Oh, so that, if you, that really is just like COVID. <laughs> but if you do happen to die. Don't worry about the flowers for your funeral. Ah, that'll be handy. Daffodils. Daffodils. Nothing like a big coffin topper of daffodils. Well, what a deep and intense world we live in. Mm. Just beyond comprehension, is it? Anyway, join us next time when we'll burrow deep into the rich tapestry of life that goes on around the world. And by the way, don't forget to subscribe, I should say, um, possibly to something where you're not eating daffodils and therefore I'm having speech impediment issues. Anyway, don't forget to subscribe to uh, Newsgrub so you can keep up to date with all the latest fascinating insights uh, into humanity. Now, based on that thought, we'll say goodbye to you, everyone. Um, bye, guys. Uh, see you, guys. you, guys. See you. See you, everyone, and uh, see you next time for the Newsgrub. Thanks for listening to the News Grubs. We'll be back next week.